Welcome back to Strip Down. I'm so excited for today because I have an in-person guest with me and I've been wanting to have her on for quite some time. She's been making a lot of power moves in her business and with women and everything. And of course, being a woman, being someone who does hustle and grind and is a new mama, I find her so inspiring. So welcome Kate Scudder to my show. Thank, Thank you. you so much for being here. Thank you so much for yes. having me. Yes, and you're an empowerment business coach. You know, you're a success catalyst. You've got a whole spiritual side to you. And you're just really about like helping women get into like their best place and be able to thrive. That's absolutely it. Yeah, and I love that about you. And like truly, I've been following your journey. Obviously, we had you on our other podcast, my co-host Anna Lauren Things, which we did a blog about. And we talked all about, you know, your success with, you know, empowering women in your business. But I told you, like, strip down is a whole nother level of like that real and rawness, especially mm. in motherhood and yeah. what I've gone through. And I felt like my audience would just resonate with you so much because you really do put it out there of like, you can have it all. And as a woman, you should absolutely feel empowered and feel like you can go for these things. And so before we kind of like dive into this, because I'm so excited, why don't you tell a little backstory about who you are as Kate Scudder and how this kind of came to be? Absolutely. I love that. And I love the whole premise of this show. It's so exciting. And Thank it's so you. inspiring to me, as I was saying to you before we started recording, because I'm not a mom yet, but it's something that I to be you yeah. know, in the, within the next couple of years or a year so itself. exciting and yes. so um yes yeah, so i'm definitely gonna listen to all the episodes <laughs> but i need all the inspo and sanity For sure. um so yeah so as you mentioned i'm a business coach um there's definitely a really strong women's empowerment undertone to everything and every piece of content that i put out from my podcast to the free videos that i put out all the way through all of my programs so um yeah, taking you back, it's funny because, you know, you mentioned the spiritual aspect. I started my coaching business um, when I was living in Bali, as you know, um, which I was in for three and a half years. Amazing. And um, I started my business really with this desire and this passion to support other women to rise up, to really claim what their desires were, to really take the dreams that they've had in their heads and turn them into reality and actually make a roadmap to get there. And what's really interesting, Ali, is when I started to do that and I built out my very first course, which is called Radiant Living School, and I still teach it, um, which is all about, you know, having women step into their radiance and into their power and be able to magnetize the things that they want. Um, what was so interesting is that I started to find that with all of my clients, they'd go through this incredible transformation and then be like, now I want to do something with it. Like I'm in my power. I know what I want. Now I want to create. And for all of them, it really looked like I want to create a business. So I started mentoring my, you know, more life coaching, empowerment coaching clients on how to build a personal brand, how to start a business, how to use all that creativity and empowerment and channel it into something that can serve others. Beautiful. And so that's really how the business coaching took off. And it's just, it's just grown. It is. I mean, you're doing so there. much and you empower so many women and you've got a private Facebook group that you share in mm -hmm. that I'm a part of. And like, you're always posting like just such positive and like empowering and, you know, just really motivational, you know, stuff in there. Even it's just like, Hey, share with me, like what you're working on right now or what's your biggest challenge. Like you're always 
you know, encouraging that engagement between the community. And I think that's amazing. I think it's really important. And I appreciate that, that you enjoy that because, you know, I think as women, a lot of the times we get, we're, we're so used to the way that we are, the value that we have in relation to other people, you know, like I know, you know, especially I can imagine as a mom, you serve, <laughs> you've got that, you're a wife to your husband, you're, you're a friend to your friends, you've got, you know, your relationship to all your work people, but it's like, I think it's so important to, and part of the reason I'm so passionate about creating those spaces online and in person for women is I think it's so valuable when we can come together and connect and really refill our cup and ask like, hey, what, how are you? I love that. Like, what's going on for you? Yeah. How are you doing? And like, it's so true and like so echoed when it comes to motherhood. Like that's something I have had to learn so much is like refilling my cup is yes. so necessary in order to pour into everyone else and pour back into myself. Of like, course. Otherwise, like it literally just can't happen. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's so true. Yep. A million percent. And I think that one of the... You know, things about that is that it's like, it's actually a muscle that we have to learn to exercise to like, to even tune in and be like, how am I? Yeah. You know what totally. I mean? Because when you're in the hustle, you're in the grind, it can be really easy to Fast forget. Fast and furious. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like too, like, and I'm curious because you were in Bali for these last like few years, just totally on my bucket list yes. places to go. You have to go. Yes, I have to go. I keep telling my hubby, but like, you know, I'm curious from like Bali to like here, right? In the States, like mm. I feel like here in the United States, like we're so always on the go we're always pushing forward we don't necessarily even look at our accomplishments it's always what's next what's next what's the next yes. thing how do we keep going it's almost like it's not sustainable like I didn't yes. realize that for myself is yes. like I need to like take a step back and go wow I accomplished a b and c I didn't ever even think I was gonna get there you yes. know and it's like I feel like we need to do more of that and like how you said it like that muscle of like checking in with yourself yes. you don't realize that like that is so necessary and something for a reason that like most of us don't do it's true and I definitely think there's a cultural aspect to that a million percent I know you know in Bali it is a slower pace of life and here it is faster and there's beauty in both of that mm -hmm. you know it's beautiful to be in a place that's more like nourishing and relaxing but it's like at the end I was getting restless I'm like <laughs> I am like full of so much energy and fire and I feel like I need to be around that buzz a little bit more um, but one of the things that because I can totally relate to what you're saying one of the things that I have found to be so important and it's something that I actually like schedule into a lot of the programs that I create is like a mandatory kind of Monday morning check-in of like what are you working on this week? What are you celebrating from last week? I love and that. and like pausing because I think it's so helpful to be able to set goals and you know be organized and have a schedule and all of that. But to me, like being busy without taking the time to reflect and appreciate on the progress that you're making, yeah. it makes the chase like futile. It makes it feel really like unenjoyable. And to me, I think that we get results so much faster and actually with so much more pleasure when we allow ourselves to see like, wow, I'm actually really making progress here. I'm moving yeah. towards that. And it doesn't need to be like, you know, I'm on the cover of Forbes magazine. It can right. be like, yeah, like small steps. Exactly. Yeah. I, you know, published that blog post. I got my content together a week ahead of time. You know, <laughs> I like the kids slept through the whole night, right. you know, yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Small wins That's for sure. It. I am learning that in motherhood too is like, celebrating those small wins yes. is so huge yep. and I feel like motherhood kind of teaches you that which is why I was so intrigued and like so persistent about having you on my show because I was like 
you know, you speak on so many different shows. You recently did a, you know, a TEDx talk. Yep. You know, you do all these different amazing things for women in general. And I'm sure, of course, a lot of those women might be mothers. Yeah. But like my show especially is obviously the beginning of my motherhood journey yes. and how I'm navigating this and being a working mom and full-time stay-at-home mom and all these different hats that like I'm learning to wear and juggle. Yes. And I feel like for you, like the message that you send and what you want to convey and what you teach people to be able to do is just so powerful, especially for mothers. Because mm. we need to really hear that like you do have to pour back into you. Yes. And you do have to celebrate those small wins because a lot of times like people will say to me, well, Allie, you, you have so many different businesses. Like how do you do it all? And I'm like, listen, I do it all, but I've learned that I don't do it all at once. Yes. Right? Yes. And I've had to come to that, like, conclusion for myself. And I've had to come to that, like, almost peace of saying, it's okay. It's not all going to happen right. today. And I didn't used to be that way. I used to be the, like, Allie that was so fiery. I was trying to do a million things at once. Yes. Not even realizing that I wasn't even doing 100% into everything because you truly can't. Right. Oh, no. A million percent. And I think one of the things that's so interesting about this is, like, because I do a lot of the women in my community and I have a lot of clients who are mothers. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, they just inspire me to no end. Women like <laughs> you inspire me. Like, you guys are the heroes. You're doing it. But, you know, like I said, I'm hot on your heels. Like, yeah. I want to be in that position really soon. And one of the things that I work on um, and that I think is just so important are two things. Number one is prioritization. I think when we are, I mean, for me, I can speak from this because I'm not a mom yet. When you're not a mom, it's like you can devote, you know, 95% of your creative energy into your business or, you know, right. 70 into your business, 30 <laughs> into your relationship um, or whatever that breakdown is. But, you know, I think it's so as women, especially, you know, because I work with a lot of women, I'm sure a lot of our listeners here are ambitious, they're oh, driven, absolutely. they're creative, yes. they have so much to give to the world. Yeah. And it's like, okay. But when you have a small being that is dependent on you for life, yep. or you've got a running around eight-year-old, or you've got a couple of them, you know, what are the things that are the most important? I think prioritization is so, so key. And so I think that taking the pressure off of needing to have everything perfect, and just, you know, busting up this illusion that everyone's house is always clean. Everything, yeah. like, <laughs> like mine is not at all. And she walked in, I'm like, hey, welcome Girl, to my Girl, it's literally like... perfect. It's <laughs> literally perfect. I appreciate it. You know what? Because this is real life. Yeah, for sure. And I think that this is actually the exact thing that we need to normalize for mm -hmm. women and for moms and for busy people who have busy things going on and um you know and in learning to be okay with that and I right. think that that is one of the things that takes the internal pressure off it like is an so internal true. relief valve then you have more energy that frees up as a result of that to do the things that matter so if you have half an hour are you going to quick return all your emails and texts to everyone else or are you going to you know, take a five minute walk outside. Are you gonna cook yourself a nourishing meal? Are you gonna put on, you know, a beautiful podcast or some music and take some time for yourself? Like, I think even just knowing and being aware of what do I feel compulsively like I have to do and what's actually the right thing for me mm. is such a powerful question. That's, that's a beautiful statement and question for sure because when you just said that, like, I had like a moment, like thought of like, oh my gosh, that's so true. Like I need to do more of that. I'm getting better about prioritizing, mm. but like what you just said just there, I'm getting better about prioritizing like the work side of things. Now mm. I have to get better about prioritizing like the alley side of yeah. things and like the full like buzzword of self care and yes. like all that. But it's like, it's a real thing. It's such and a it's, real thing. And it's like what you just said just spoke to me and resonated so much mm. because I'm like, 
wow, yeah, like I do need to take those few minutes to be like, oh, I will like listen to this or I will find myself something to eat that like I want to eat instead of like shoving something in my mouth just because like I need to keep going. Right. And again, you don't realize like part of that is part of that process. Doing those small things Absolutely. starts to create like that new real habit and like you said, like that muscle yes. of like this is what needs to happen. Absolutely. And there are some things, you know, some tools that I have found to be super helpful with that, like setting a little reminder on my phone. Literally, I have a reminder in there of Do like, you? yeah, like gratitude or breathe or smile that. or like I mean I'm usually smiling <laughs> yeah so day, you're a like, very smiling person but if they're like those couple of things I just find to be so so helpful and developing a routine and a rhythm I know my morning routine I talk about it on a lot of different things but um you know I wake up have my lemon water go for a run I know all that is going to change completely <laughs> I'm probably not going to want to run at all when I'm a new mom I will not have slept for months you're like oh girl just you wait you little bitch um, exactly. I think um, it's a change you know priorities totally. like you said prioritizing priorities change right. you know especially as a new mom obviously like seasoned moms that are like they're listening and I have lots of friends who are seasoned moms have told me like once you kind of find that rhythm even now like I'm only 17 months and yeah. I feel like since I got out of the first year of life I'm no longer in full survival mode it's still right. hard right but it's not the like survival mode hard where I'm like oh how do I even eat and how right. do I do this and how do I function and how do I get totally. a minute of sleep it's a different type of survival now yes, so it's like that. I think a lot of moms will find that time to run right I choose to, to use that time to work and I right. think that's like also again is like those priorities and what's important to you is like my friends will say well you don't really make time to work out do you and I'm like no being transparent like I work out maybe once a week if that I do like a little bit of Pilates through another mom that I work with and like that's it like I don't I don't make that time right now I don't carve out that space because right right now for me it's more important to put into my business like my podcast the things that I'm doing versus hey I'm really into needing to work out totally and what I think is awesome about that is you know what your priority is and this like goes back to what I was saying like you don't have to be good at or putting like high importance on everything all the time. In fact, I don't think we can. So, you know, the things in my life that are important to me and that are my top priority right now are my health, my physical health. And it's not even like insane fitness. I work out like half an hour a day, but mm-hmm. for me, that's enough. I get my body moving. Yeah. Um, my business and my marriage. And those are like my top priority, you know, and then the fourth is my girlfriend. But like, <laughs> actually that is, you know, and because right. I've only got, just like everyone else, we all have 24 hours I in a day. I know, and the time just flies. It, it really does, it, especially when you have a little one. Like, yeah. I mean, for example, like being transparent, because I tell you, like, trip down is all about being like real raw yeah. yourself. Give like, it to me. you know, like I had to text you today and be like, hey, listen, yeah. I, you know, I truly apologize. Like, I know you're in the area, but like my daughter is fighting her nap. Like she is running all over the place. Totally. Like, can we push a half an hour? And you were so gracious and so wonderful and understanding mm. of my schedule and worked with me, which I so appreciate. But like that happens. Like totally. there's times where Amelia does not cooperate and it doesn't always go with the yes. schedule that like I set up and I have to like be okay with that. And I used to like freak out. Yes. I used to be like, oh my God, what are they going to think of me? Oh my gosh, I'm mad at myself. Why did I put myself in this position? And now I'm finally just like, you know what? It is what it is. Like totally. I'm not going to put, like you said, that internal pressure. Yes. And I'm just going to say... This is what's happening right now. Well, and this is what I need. Yeah, this is what I need. This is what she needs. Obviously, like, for whatever reason, she's not ready to take her nap. She needs me. She needs more cuddle time. She needs more reading time. I need to give that to her as her mother because then the day that is my number one job. And so it's like making those shifts in my head and that is something I'm still learning. And that's so beautiful. And I just want to take a second to acknowledge you for that because seriously, I think that, and I'm so glad that you just shared that this little moment that happened like an hour ago because... 
that is such a huge lesson for every single woman who's listening to this podcast, that it is safe and it is okay to ask for what you need, to need to renegotiate at the last minute. It's safe and it's okay. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of us carry this thing is one of the things that I talk about in the TEDx that you mentioned that I just did a couple weeks ago um, is this fear of disappointing other people. Yes. Oh and my like, God. It's oh my, so it's true. Like, oh my gosh. She's on a schedule. She drove all the way out here. Oh no, I have to push her back. What if she's pissed? What if she has to turn around? Like I'm sure thoughts like yes, that were going absolutely. through your head. Of course. But you still like, you were just honest with what was real for you. And for me, like, I'm sure there would be people who would be like, I'm turning around now, but oh, I mean, of course I would I never. deal with that, you know? Right. But that, I think what is so powerful about what you did is like, you weighed that and were like, I'm willing to do that because I'm being real and I'm asking for the help and the graciousness that I need. And I think that that is such an important message for all women, but especially moms. Like it's safe to lean on your people. It's yeah. safe to need to renegotiate and and trust that, you know, the people in your life that are, that are going to get it. And if they don't, then you need to just assess like right. how important was that thing anyway. So true. You and know? I've had to come to that a lot with like different celebrity clients that I style that like don't necessarily, you know, flow with my schedule anymore because they were used to me being on demand no matter what. And of course, like Allie before baby was a totally different Allie. Like, right. you know, I was like, whatever. I pushed my husband aside, which I shouldn't have, but I did. It was very much like work, work, work. So I was like, okay, you need me there at 11 o'clock tonight? No big deal. I could drop your dress off. Like not even thinking like that's really my time. Right. But because I was in work mode. Right. It was just like, okay, well, I'll just be there. And right. then, like you said, priorities shift. And, you know, when you have a child, everything changes. You have this whole new motherhood lens. Yeah. And it's like, wow, you know what? I really only have this much time. And mm -hmm. I can't get my time back. So yes. this is what I'm able to do right now. And if it doesn't work in that, you know, bubble, then like, I apologize, but like, I have to do what's best for me as yes. well. Yes. It's so, so important. And I think what's so cool about that is that you get to actually, I mean, if the, there is fallout, there's fallout, but what I think gets to happen on the other side is just a more real connection and yes. a more real kind of relationship. Definitely. I'm not expecting you to be, you know, just a one o'clock in my Google calendar. You're a human. Yeah. And you've so got. So true. Yeah. Yeah. And so well said. Because I think like you said, it's like so easy and you pencil someone in, right? And it's like, this is what it looks like. And this is the perfect day. Like for me, like I, you know, we scheduled you yesterday because you came in to do interviews and everything. Yeah. And I was like, okay, great. I can get her on. Amazing. I moved another guest. I wanted to have you in person yeah. today. Like we made it happen. And it's like, I said to myself, okay, great. Well, Amelia usually naps around 12 latest. So like if I schedule you for 1230, like it'll work. And mm -hmm. then of course my daughter must've known I had a schedule today. So she was like, totally. let's shake things up, mom. Yeah. You know, I was like running around, totally. to read the whole thing. But again, like I had to kind of take a step back and say to myself, like, okay, you know what? It is what it is. I'm not going to feel disappointed and I'm yes. not going to get down on myself, which I honestly normally do. And yep. I think a lot of moms, especially the whole mom guilt is so real. Yes. You'll learn yes. in the future. And it's like, you do get down on yourself, not only with mom guilt with your, you know, children or your child, but just with you, like mm. with not being present if you need to be present or not being able to feel like maybe you need to give to someone what you need to give. And it's like, so hard sometimes to fight that feeling yes and I so appreciate that like you were just so transparent about yeah. that and so honest and real about like it's all good like you were more human to me then totally. therefore like I respected you more for it and I think yeah. people need to hear that totally and what's so I love that we're having this conversation and I think what's it's not even just like I I rolled with you and respected where you were at it's like I think what happened as a result of that is like you by actually asking for you know you just taught me a little lesson <laughs> about like what I can do when I'm a mom do you know what mm -hmm, I mean like mm -hmm. and I think that we need to as women like get out of the mindset of 
I don't because I hear you about the mom guilt and I oh, hear that from so some of my clients. Real. It's so real. I never used to understand it until I became mom and, and I'm like, like, oh, that. Oh, <laughs> that. Got it. Okay. Yeah. It's not just a hashtag. It's, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know what I mean? It's like when you actually like can feel that but move through that and advocate for what you need and set a boundary and do it with love, you teach other women that that's okay. You right. show other so women true. that it's okay to not be perfect. And that is what we need as women more than anything. Yeah, and I love that you just said that because like, again, I was talking about this before we started, you know, recording, but like for me, this podcast was born out of my postpartum depression. This podcast was born out of the fact that I couldn't be the glam alley that I always was, you know, in the public eye and being a celebrity stylist and all these things that I was doing at these fabulous events because I am a new mom and it was too hard for me, especially in the beginning, the first year of survival mode of like not being able to get makeup on and barely being able to get dressed because she's spitting up on me or there's poop everywhere. Like that's just real life. And mm-hmm. I had a really hard time with that and I had a really hard time like navigating that and being like, that's okay, Allie. Like the rest of this like will be here. Like you don't have to yes. freak. But like I couldn't get that through my brain mm. for quite some time. And I do believe that contributed to my postpartum depression right. and social media and everything else around me. But like I just didn't realize how much pressure, like you were saying, and that internal pressure and that like valve that I would have turning on and putting on myself of like, yeah, you know, you feel bad because like you can't get your face together today or you can't get dressed today because there's just too much going on with the baby. And it's like you don't realize that like that's such a small moment of time. And like it's okay. And like now, like she's 17 months and I can do so much more. And I I, like miss the squishy old stages of like her just wanting to cuddle me for hours and like laying next to me now. It's like I'm lucky if I get a hug. You know, it's like she wants to run all over and like explore the world. And that's great. But it's a whole new stage of her life for her and like her claiming her independence and then Mm. me kind of having to find mine all over again because I just became so like, you know, dependent in the sense of like depending on her of what she needed, you know? And so it's like, I just think like, you know, this podcast for me, it's like how much more real and raw, like you said, can we get and how much more transparent can we be? Because that's why this was so important to me because I needed a voice and I needed a place to be able to talk about these things and share my feelings without feeling like shameful in my own mind and heart, but then also hopefully helping others. Oh, absolutely. And giving voice to something that's happening in living rooms everywhere all across the world. For sure. And women asking themselves the same questions. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and so I'm so curious because we did talk offline about how you said like, you know, you do want to be a mom in the future. There is a real fear of like, you know, you being like this badass, you know, woman and what everything you're doing and, you know, everything you've created and continuing to create and all these amazing, you know, projects you're working on that there is a fear of becoming a mom of like what's going to happen. What does that feel like for you? And like, what, like, what is that like? Yeah. Oh, even just you saying that, I'm like, oh. Like I, just I know, like, trust me, and I know the heartstrings. Yeah, I get it. It's like it's so. So what's really interesting because oh, I might cry anymore. No, guys. please do. Um, okay, <laughs> all, listen. I tell everybody like everybody gets emotional on this show, and I'm like, but that makes me feel so totally. good, Kate, because it's like for me, this show is not just like a show for me. For me, this is like your real raw self. Like we're we're sharing authentically. We're allowing ourselves to feel the feels. Mm. We're you know allowing ourselves to just be emotional. And if totally. if that like real and raw feeling brings like tears, then like bring it on okay you know? totally totally and I love that and I just appreciate that yeah. that's like the goal of this so yeah for me so much of the why of why I do what I do is because I want to raise a daughter that sees like 
wow, my mom is is living this example of this is what is possible That's for beautiful. me as a woman. Like I I just I oh, hold that so, I know. <laughs> I hold that so strong in my heart and what is like the fear and the voices that go on in my head cuz yes, everybody has them. Yes. You can be a badass and have all the voices. I have a whole <laughs> committee up there. But there it's like well, are you going to be able to have as much time and energy? Like I'm a very high energy person and I'm afraid like I'm just going to be exhausted. I'm going to go from being the most like, you know, like smiley high energy person I know to feeling completely overwhelmed, completely drained, completely depleted. And my fear is, is my audience still going to respect me? Is my audience still going to like follow what I have to say? Is it even going to make sense anymore? If like one of the core pillars that I talk about is energy, like what if I don't have any energy, Mm -hmm. right? Like all these thoughts of what if it all goes away? And then of course there's the practical thoughts of, well, you know, there are like very real and we're actually starting to implement on some of this like shifts and changes in the way that I run my business. Like I'm not going to be running, you know, six group programs a year that I'm live coaching. That's because if I have a small person to look after, like that's not going to (laughs) happen. So, you know, then there's like the logistical, oh, can I really handle that? Am I going to be able to do that? What if it doesn't work? Like all those thoughts go through my head. But, you know, for me, one of the things that I feel really grateful for is like I talk about those things with my husband, who is obviously like this other part of the equation. I think as women, so much of the time when we are looking ahead, especially at like home and family life, you know, we think we have to, so- we're problem solvers. So we think oh, we have course. to, we solve have to hold it all, oh my problem gosh. solve it all, carry it all. Totally. Yeah. And so I have found it to be like so relieving, even just to like, and, and that brings us closer. Like, mm-hmm. babe, like these are some of the things that I'm worried about. These right. are some of the things these that are I'm These are real fears. About. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's not like here, dump, you fix it all, right. but it's like, this is what's real for me. And I am so blessed to have an amazingly supportive husband yes, and he, he he's incredible. And he, you know, we like work together strategically on looking at how we're going to change some things in the business and really prepare for that. But also like that reassurance of, yeah, like everything is going to change and we're navigating the ship together and it's mm-hmm. all going to be okay. And I think that even just hearing that and being able to voice, like, I don't have to be, you know, this superwoman. I'm allowed to be, yes, like strong, badass leader, whatever, and like navigate the real human fears. Right. And, then and you're allowed like, to be human, period. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So yeah, that's really where, where it's at for me. And my- I love that you shared that. I'm like truly as a new mama, like I am telling you, yes. like you, you will be fine and yeah. you will be able to do it all. And again, like I said before, like you can do it all, but just not all at once. Yes. And that's something like I have keep repeating to myself personally, because it's like when I have days where I get frustrated, where I get one thing done versus like the 10 things I want to get. I'm like, okay, but like my daughter's happy. Yes. I'm happy. I'm healthy. She's healthy. Yep. Like everything in our world that matters mm. is happening. Totally. And like the one thing that was the priority that had to be done got done. So guess what? That's a win. That's a win. And the rest will fall and I will get to it as I can get to it. Yes. And it's like, I think that acceptance, like you said, mm. and that shift of perspective in your mind mm. changes everything. And then you're like, oh, this is normal and this is okay. Totally. And Allie that like maybe got a million things done before, like that's great. And that's how you powered through and got to where you are in your career now. But again, like maybe that really wasn't so sustainable because mm. you weren't pouring into your husband. Right. You weren't pouring into yourself. You were just pouring into that one, yes, that one thing. Yeah. And what I think, oh, this is so beautiful. And what I think is so amazing about what you're sharing is like, 
why do we even work? You know, like, mm-hmm. let's just zoom it right out. Get sure. all like, yeah. you know, why do we even hustle? Why do we even grind? Yes, they're like, we want to impact the lives around us. Yes, we want to bring forth the gifts inside of us, but we work to do all of that, to make connections, to feel that personal mm-hmm. fulfillment, and to make money. Of course. Why do we even care about money? So that we can have, yeah, like nice things, whatever, right. like Chanel, blah, blah, blah. Right. But that's not really why we make money. We make money so we can afford a lifestyle that allows us to enjoy the time mm-hmm. with the people that we love we care the, the most. most. Exactly. And and especially when you have a child, like Justin and I, my husband and I, like, we have this conversation all the time now. We're like, oh my gosh, we need to save more of this and we need to do this. And let's let's not go out to dinner tonight because like we don't need to. Like let's just stay home and make this instead because then we can go away next weekend. Like your perspective again changes. And then you look at this little person that you have and you're like, we want them to experience the most. We want them to enjoy the most. Then you really like totally. want to like save for it like you exactly. said. And you're realizing like I want to do more and make more because of that person, because of our family unit. Not just because of, like you said, like the little material things that maybe, of course, all of us are guilty of at one point in our lives. Totally. Wanting, you know, and like wanting hard and like only working for that. And then all of a sudden, again, I think like just as you grow and as you wisen up in the world, you're like, oh, there's more to than just the materials. I actually want experiences. Oh, this is the person that actually means something to me as my partner. I want to enjoy with them. And then it like completely changes. Absolutely. And it's like, like we want money so that we can create memories mm-hmm. and not just so materials. And I think that that's, that's amazing. And I love that example. Like we don't have to go. I think that's, I love those like practical nuggets and takeaways. And I think that's so useful is like, okay, where do I feel this either pressure or I'm in this like kind of routine of doing this just asking and reevaluating like is that really serving the things that I want the most and the things that we want the most like you were saying before like those are going to change like I know right now like yeah I eat out all the time because I don't have a lot of time and I don't have a kid yet as you should I know totally and it's fun I love it but I know that that in my heart is not going to feel like the right decision right when it's when I have other like massive priorities and Mm -hmm. so it's just cool how that gets to evolve and grow and change and there's no like and this is something that I want to say because I feel like I'm imagining somebody listening to this and be like oh my god this is the best episode I've ever listened (laughs) to any podcast and feeling like I got to remember all of this. And I think that, you know, there's no, what I just feel really compelled to say is like, you don't have to like perfect anything. Like yes. everything is just a process. Thank like all of you. this wisdom yes. that you're sharing, the things that I'm sharing, like you're never going to implement all of this at the exact oh, same moment no. and do it perfectly. It's just like, what can you take? And like one little thing, right. What little gem sticks with you exactly. and makes you feel like, okay, this is going to help me in this situation. And I love that you said that because I think too, like so many times, even me when I'm listening to other podcasts or like I sit down with other people, like I try to like think about everything. I'm like, Oh, let me save that. Let me save this. And I finally said to myself, no, what like genuinely resonates and what do I feel like I can take away? Like Mm. what you were just saying already now on my show of like that inner, you know, valve of like that, you know, pressure and just feeling that like heaviness. Like Mm. I need to work on like dialing into that and be like, why do I have that internal pressure so much? And how do I, you know, bring that valve down? Which actually is a good question for you. Like how do you coach a lot of your women to kind of bring that valve down and Yeah, so good. I love speaking about this. So the first thing that I would say is like, before we can like fix the problem, like with that like internal screwdriver, because yes. we're fixers. I know, we're all fixers. Why is but that? I, and like us as women, especially, yeah, right? Yeah. We're fixers. Like we just want to fix, well, fix, fix, fix. Women, I think it's like genuinely because we're fucking amazing. <laughs> we're like super <laughs> creatures. Yes, women. for sure. We are. I mean, hello, you can carry a human. I, know. You I can mean, create, it's like a much, you know. Our brains we work are. so fast. We're so connected. We're so communal like there's just on and on and on but what I would say to that like how to really go about 
not, I don't want to say fixing that, but like shifting that and, and having a different relationship with that is ask yourself this, like, where is that pressure coming from before you can just fix it? Just get curious. Curiosity is a tool. Like I know it's just a word, but Mm -hmm. it's to me, it's a tool. It's Hmm. a powerful tool to be able to say, where is this pressure actually coming from? And the superficial, like immediate answer might be like, well, I got to get there at two. And it's like a time thing. But it's not usually just that. It's like, okay, okay, yeah, you've got a busy schedule, but where's the pressure coming from Mm -hmm. of if I don't meet that or I have to change that? Are you putting an expectation on yourself? Mm. Or is this an expectation that you are putting on yourself because you're afraid that that's going to create judgment from someone else in your life? I think that so many women carry around, and myself included, the fear of, you know, are my actions going to disappoint someone else? Are Mm -hmm. they going to elicit judgment from someone else? Um, And, you know, we, so we, we put these unrealistic and frankly, like insane, you know, expectations on ourselves. And I think that when you can get curious and really identify where is all that pressure coming from in the first place and how can I alleviate that and, and give myself some grace, give myself some permission. Maybe that looks like, oh, whoa, I'm actually afraid that my husband's going to be annoyed at this or that my friends are going to be disappointed. So I'm going to do everything and reschedule everything Mm -hmm. to show up anyway. Then I would say, ask yourself, what difficult conversation am I avoiding by just heaping this pressure Mm -hmm. on myself? Is that a conversation with your partner? Is that a conversation with your friends? Is that a conversation with your boss? Is that, you know, is it who else in your life that you're trying to not like tread on because you don't want it, you want to just seem like you have it all together. Where can you lean into that thing that you're afraid of and have that conversation and give yourself some more grace? Because, like we just talked about earlier in this episode, like when you do that, yeah, some people might have a negative reaction. Sure. But I think a lot of people are, are gonna just you're gonna open a pathway to connect with them more deeply as a human, right? And at the end of the day, like you said, that really is what we all crave, right? Yeah. We all crave having that real human interaction. We all crave being able to connect on higher levels and have those beautiful moments where you learn something from the other one and feel inspired, empowered, and all these things because, like, that's what we're really all here for. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, I think, especially even, I know you've seen too with social media, it's like amazing seeing the shifts now yes. in people, how they don't want the filter anymore and they don't want the perfect picture anymore and they don't want to just hear about oh this is what is wonderful they want to know like what really happened yeah. and like what are you really sharing with me and like what are you really going through and it's like when you were talking about before about becoming a mom and like you're afraid of your audience like will they resonate will they share my answer to you would be the ones that are aligned and belong with you well mm-hmm. oh yeah and the ones that won't will fall off and totally. truly that's what I experienced like when I went through my postpartum depression and decided to sign off social media for almost two months because I had to go dark for my own health and well-being yeah. to be able to feel like I need to figure out what's going on with Allie before I can come back to the world yes. of Allie. Right. You know, and I didn't realize like how powerful that was. Oh, and yeah. when I came back and I shared my postpartum depression, I shared how hard things have been and shared my body and said it wasn't where I wanted to be and all these things. You know, at first, there was a lot of follow-up. There was a lot of, oh, you know, people are like, I don't want to see that, or, oh, I'm not interested, or whatever. But then, like, the most beautiful thing happened after, shortly after, I started getting all these followers of moms and moms-to-be and parents and just different walks of life or even Mm. older moms that were like, good for you for sharing this. I didn't have this when I was your age, and, like, this is so empowering to new moms. And it was, like, beautiful, the explosion of people that came and followed and not only followed, but messaged me and still, you know, are by my side and listen to my podcast. And it's like, 
wow, I built this community now who like want to hear this yeah. and want you to share. So like for you, the same will follow in your yeah. own way, you know, but it's like, I think again, it's that fall off that might happen as well. Right. And that's scary. And that was very scary for me being someone that is an influencer. I was like, oh my gosh. Well, if people are not wanting to follow me, like, right. what the heck? You know what right, I mean? Totally. You're just like, oh, Who am I now? Right, What's exactly. my identity now? And that's huge when you become a mom. It's like, I feel like a lot of us, me especially, I can speak to my own personal experience. Like, I did lose sight of who I was because I think I was in the glam so much, right? Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, I am a celebrity stylist, but I was very much like in it then. And I was at every red carpet and I didn't miss one event. I was with all my clients and I would fly here and go there. And it was amazing. And it was like such a cool part of my life, but it's something that now has to go on hold right. because I need to focus on my daughter and my husband and my family unit. And I can't give those kinds of hours and I can't do those kinds of trips just on the whim and be like, Hey, I'm going to go take off, you know, to Alaska on a you know, private jet because like they've got a private jet today. Like it just like doesn't work that way right, anymore, right. you know? And so it's like, again, I think like you said, finding those inner shifts and being like okay with it yes all of a sudden you're like okay this is just it's a different chapter of my life it's not meaning that that's gone this is just something else and that's something I've like had to come to and I'm curious for you since you do have a lot of mom clients like Mm. do they come to you and kind of say like I've had this loss of identity and like you know I do want to do this in my business and this and that like do you deal with some of that I don't like specifically coach women through the process of like re necessary. I mean, it's interesting because I don't, I'm like saying that and then I'm like, there is an aspect of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things I, when I, so I'm thinking about specifically like my clients right now who yeah. are moms, um, they, their kids are all a bit older. Mm-hmm. They're like maybe five, four or five. Okay. And so they're like out of the new Yeah, they're not, yeah, they're yeah. not brand new moms, which I think is an interesting thing in the first place and goes back to what you were saying before of like there's a season for everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's necessary. I mean, no, no shame for any time or whatever, but like I for myself couldn't see myself being like, you know, heavily coached in my business with like a newborn. Yeah. Like I just am not going to do that. Sure. It's not going to happen. But um, the women who I work with who are moms, there, there may be an aspect of grappling with their business, but what they come to me for, and this is something that I think is so important for women really at every stage, is they recognize the importance of giving themselves, investing in themselves and having somebody else that has their back. Like we've been saying throughout this episode, like when we give, we give, we give. And I think for a lot of women, that is a time frame when, you know, their kids are not tiny, tiny anymore. And they're starting to think about, okay, I, I want to pour, I recognize the importance of yes, continuing to nourish and sustain my family, but also, um, you know, pour into my creativity, pour into yeah, my business, pour into my so gifts. True. And I'm not going to do it alone. And that I think is the most powerful thing um, to realize like at any stage. And I am such a fan of this. I invest in myself in every single area of my life and my business. Um, But just recognizing like I don't have to do it alone and I'm going to not only get further faster in business, but I'm going to go further in my personal life. When I have sisters around me, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to just be able to achieve more and enjoy more when I have support around Mm -hmm. me. And I love that you said that because I think also as moms, 
we feel like guilty of getting help and asking for help and we feel guilty you know like for me like I feel guilty having like a mother's helper come for a few hours like if I'm gonna be home or like getting a babysitter because like I'm just losing my mind that day and like I need to like get out for an hour and I'm like but do I really like I could just like go take a nap while she's napping it's like no if you need that moment then like you need to do that just like if you need someone to help you with your business and like you need to hire someone right. and you can't have that guilt right. associated with it. Right, totally. And I think what's amazing, like the instant ripple effect of doing that is this feeling of tremendous empowerment because what you're saying to yourself on a subconscious level is, I'm worth this. Mm. And I think that That's is- beautiful. It's such a, it's such a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm -hmm. and, and you talk about that a lot, like within, you know, all these different coachings that you do do, because mm. like I've been part of, you know, like on your Facebook, like, and when you talk about the worth, like, can you kind of dive in a little bit more of like how you- kind of help people find that worth and like mm -hmm. where that kind of stems from because I'm sure for even for yourself like you said with your own journey when you kind of got into this mm. you were kind of getting into your own worth and then happened to start kind of helping others right absolutely absolutely so one of the things that I would say you don't have to find your worth it's not any it's inside you right now you mm -hmm. don't have to add and this I think is the problem or the area that a lot of us like when we're feeling like something's off or something's not right or I just feel like I'm supposed to be doing more we look for more we look for what else can I get what else can I achieve what else can I do surely I don't know something yet I probably should go back to school or I really need this thing and what I coach women in is like if they're in that place what are you telling yourself you don't already have? And let's look at the beliefs and the mindset. Like to me, rediscovering your worth is 100% about your mindset at the beginning. And then it's about habit. Then it's about action. Then it's about habit change and actually creating those shifts. But the mindset piece is foundational and is so important. So by looking at, you know, where do I feel like I'm not already enough in my life? That's where we have to start and have to shift those beliefs. Mm. So I think that if you're feeling like, Again, like, oh, well, I'm not enough because I have to do this for other people. Like, no, your worth doesn't, isn't measured by your productivity. Your worth isn't measured by, you know, the, the way that you can clean the house. Your worth isn't measured by, you know, how perfect your freaking, you know, tuna casserole <laughs> is. Like, your worth is intrinsic to who you are. And I think that when you can start to tap into that and experience that and see yourself in that light, then and and actually change because the first relationship that you have to change is your relationship to yourself so true and that comes from giving yourself more grace giving yourself more appreciation like wow Allie, you are a badass like you have done all of this <laughs> stuff today you. i'm so no i'm saying like you saying that Say to yourself to but you are a badass of course <laughs> but like for and for anyone listening like really seeing yourself in the light of you're doing so much and you are so much and you have so much to give. Look at the way that you show up. Look at the way that you, you know, do X, Y, Z thing. Like you're amazing and talking to yourself that way. Mm -hmm. And what's so beautiful, you know, because I do a lot of this empowerment coaching, do a lot of it as it relates to business. But what I always want to, like, I feel like I'm just planting seeds in the minds and in the hearts and in the lives of my clients. And it's like, that voice, that's of worthiness, that's not my voice. That's my voice reminding you to talk to yourself that way. Because mm. when you carry that within, you are unstoppable. Nothing so is going to stop you. Mm -hmm. I love that. I think mm. that's beautiful. And it's, it's funny you say that because I've recently started to kind of have that shift and started to have those feelings. And I do believe part of it for me 
is because like I am a new mom and I've had to like find this shift within myself and I've had to kind of say to myself like you want to be a good role model a great role model for your daughter Amelia Ray like just like how you said Mm -hmm. like for your future Mm -hmm. you know and it's like that resonates with me so much because I have that check-in moment with myself all the time now where I'm like you wouldn't allow your daughter to talk to herself that way yes so why are you allowing yourself to talk to right. yourself that way? And I have to keep telling myself that like daily yes. to send myself that shift. Yep, that's so beautiful. And I love that. And I think that's such a powerful reminder. And I am like so acutely aware that when I do have a, a child that they're going to be watching me like a whole. Oh, yeah, like, they do. They watch everything. And they learn, you know. Immediately. I see even now I have a few little nephews and like the way that they pick up on mm-hmm. things, it's amazing. I was actually just... Um, with my sister-in-law and their little son who's almost two years Aww. old. And it was so, oh, she's just incredible. And, you know, I was watching the way that if he starts to get fussy or if he's upset, like, she just instantly tunes in with, like, speaking mm-hmm. to him like a per like, as a as if, not like a full human having, sure. like, a, you know, conversation about politics or something, <laughs> but, like, but just, like, hey, like, right. I, so, for example, we were in the grocery store, my husband and I took, um, took him to the grocery store so they could pack to go on a trip. And he was just in the store was like, mama, mama, mama. And I had been watching her like address him mm-hmm. like and speak to him and explain what was going on. So I just knelt down and I just said, hey, like, you know, mama's at home. She's packing because you guys are going to London tomorrow. And he just was like, completely yeah, he got okay. It. Yeah. And I was just like, that is insane. Mm-hmm. Like, these are real human people. Yeah, these are real little humans that we're raising. I know, and I have to tap into that all the time with myself with Amelia because I'm not going to lie, there's times where I get frustrated and I just yell for no reason because I'm like, oh my God, you're not listening. I'm getting so frustrated. But like, then I reel myself in and I'm like, okay, Amelia, I'm like, what's wrong? Like, talk to mama. Like, what's, you know, and, and even though she can only say so many words, like she's at least understanding that I'm like trying to communicate that like, I know something's going on with you. Right. How do I fix it? Totally. How do I, you know, and like also too, like I do so much, you know, blogging, being a mama and like being in that space, but also reading so much and doing so much research. And I've learned to do baby sign with her because when she gets frustrated and she can't always communicate the things that she wants, at least if she can sign little things to me, like more or all done or things like that, it's so simple, but at least it's that communication of like, I'm done with this. I don't want it anymore. And like, you're not getting that, you know? And I'm like, oh, like the other night my husband was getting her dinner and she was sitting in her high chair and she had ate a little bit and then he was still cooking and I was sitting on the couch and she was like getting my pressure and she was whining and he was like, Amelia, what's wrong? Like, eat your dinner. And she looked right at me like on the couch and like signed for like all done. And I was like, Justin, she's done, like she's done eating. And he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, well, if you want to like try to give her something else and see if she wants something else, but whatever is in front of her, like... She's done with it, yeah. you know, and she's an Aries, so she very much I love it. <laughs> rules the household, Yes, and it's like, you know, and it's like, I've started to learn that about her, and the more I tap into that, the more I'm like, wow, okay, like, you get it to some extent, and like, we are vibing, you know, yeah. and it's true, you know, so it's like, it's great that your sister-in-law, like, yeah. taps into that and sees that, because I feel like, obviously, everybody parents differently, but it's like, I feel like for me personally, I've seen that growth, and I've seen that change within my own daughter, because she's learning and she's picking up those things. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. It's so it's like, I think it's great that you say, like, you're even aware of, like, the shifts within yourself and also, like, that role model. And it's like, same with me. I've had to keep checking in and say, like, if I'm going to look at myself in the mirror and not be happy with, like, my body because it's still not where I want it to be at 17 months, like, and my daughter's watching me in some way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. like, what am I telling her? Right. You know? And I've had to, like, really get serious with myself and, like, get emotional and get, like, you know, meditate on it and, like, pray on it and sit there and be like, you created a human. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
your body like kept her safe and like so happy for you know nine plus months like you should be so proud that like yes. you were able to do all yes. that not why is my body not still looking like right. what I want it to look like totally totally oh my gosh we could just go in a totally other direction about yeah. like beauty and what is actually beautiful and I think that really seeing and appreciating um you know what we have I mean I used to have an eating disorder I used to be bulimic for wow. years and um and you know coming through the other side of that now and like you know I when I was in that early stage of recovery I had this like almost um like incessant like comparison back to a former version of myself which mm -hmm. it reminds me of what you're talking about yeah. of like why isn't it where I wanted it to be right. before I had a baby mm -hmm. it looked like this and it was like oh before it looked like this and then you know through through that recovery process and through that healing process, it's like, Kate, but you were like making yourself throw up mm -hmm. when you looked like that. Right. You know, yeah, like, like you weren't in a good place. No, yeah. I, that, that's not what we want. Like right. we, that's totally. not, the, and so now like, it's one of the reasons I run every day now, like, and not as a punishment to myself, mm -hmm. but as I am so blessed to be in this body. And if I'm going to be, you know, like a four, six instead of a zero two, whatever. Right. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? If I, and if I was a 14, six, like right. it doesn't matter. Matter. The mm -hmm. point is that like I'm healthy now yeah. and that I think is that is beautiful that is more beautiful and so having like cellulite on my legs or having like a roll in my belly mm -hmm. and not like working and you know if I wanted to make it a priority right. for sure same here to work yep. out mm -hmm. at the gym and like get that like belly like real flat I would do it but right. I don't really care yeah it does it's, it doesn't matter mm -hmm. and what's beautiful is the authenticity and I think that you know that self-talk thing you were just speaking to is just yeah. it's so important it's so important you know and, and I love and I love that you shared that and you know we're so honest about that because it's like also for me too it's like I've had to look at myself in the mirror and be like okay if you really really wanted to make this like a whole different shift you could just focus on this and not put your focus on other things. But, like, that wouldn't make you happy right now. Right. So, like, stop talking down to yourself and continuing to say to yourself. Because also what you just said literally just clicked and resonated for me. But when you were saying how, like, you weren't healthy physically. Right. Like, I, I guess, wasn't fully healthy mentally before I had Amelia because I was such a workaholic. And I right. was so only one, you know, lane and didn't right. put into my husband and didn't put into myself. didn't put my family and friends. It was just... I put into work. That was it. I, right. I, I seeked validation from the wrong places. Right. And that's not necessarily healthy either. Right. You know? And so what Absolutely. you just said just like clicked for me so much because I'm like, wow, it's true. Like, yeah, okay, maybe I was a lot thinner and whatever. Was the Hollywood profile, blah, blah, blah. But like, was I really happy? Totally. And was that really sustainable? And right. When, and at the end of the day, it's like we were talking about before, like all of that glam and fun. It's like great, amazing. Mm -hmm. That was that chapter. What's priority now? What really matters now? Right. It's like freaking cares like yeah. if we all like died in this instant not to get all no, morose for a second but it's like is like are does you that gonna, really matter does it matter mm -hmm. it doesn't matter it's, it's so a number true. on a scale it's a size in the inside of your jeans mm -hmm. like who cares like right. are you like do you wake up and feel like happy with who you are do you like love on your daughter do you like lean over and kiss your husband like do those are the things that matter mm -hmm. and it's like you're feeding those now and that's the most important yeah I know and I love that you said that and that's like so beyond true and I think it like needs to be like heard so loudly because I think there's just so much out there that you know whether you're a mom or not a mom like just women in general especially like just really feel that like heaviness and have that like mm. you know bad talk with themselves and you know we like you said we all have those inner voices and it's like 
working through all that, you know? And so like, I'm curious with like your, like with your business coaching, like I'm sure because like you've said you have those inner voices and I'm sure like your clients do Mm. as well. Yeah. How do you kind of like help coach and work, you know, your clients through working through those inner voices? Because it's like, I feel like maybe that taps into more of your spiritual side Mm. of like who you are and what you do just like by by, by me guessing of like what I've seen of you and what I've read and what I, you know, what I watch, like how, like, how does that play out for you, like, as a coach to that? Yeah, that's such a great question. So I'll give you an example to how that um, plays out. So, and I'm just mindful of our time. I have yeah, no idea. I know. I feel like yeah, you're fine. Okay, yeah. perfect. Um, so let's say, for example, like in the business coaching space, let's say I have a client who has prepared a program that they're about to launch. Launching is a great time for all the voices to come up of, mm. is this good enough? Is this going to sell? I'm one in a million. Like right. there's so many other people out there doing this. Why would anyone buy this? Maybe this is shit. Maybe I should just yeah, do it. So you know, true. like all of that. Yeah, it all comes on. up. Yeah. Totally. So the way that we deal with that is like, first of all, looking at like, okay, let all of that come out because mm-hmm. if we deny that it's there and just put on like a, go get it. Like you're awesome, babe. Like go for it. You know, without letting, t- without acknowledging what's really going on. I don't think we serve anyone and we definitely don't serve ourselves. And so I always encourage my clients and I start my calls of like, give me an update. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Because And I know where they're at and what projects they're working on, but that's how I start all my individual coaching calls because something is like stuff has happened from the last time that we've spoken. And I am in contact with my private clients you know, regularly, right. but I, no, between our calls via text, but not, um, but not on the call. And so that really gives them the opportunity to update me on like progress of where things are, but also where their head's at and where their head's at is everything. And so I might be like, okay, cool. I've got this stuff up, but I'm just like really doubting that. And then I'll just ask questions like, okay, so say more about that. What are you, what are you afraid of? Well, I'm afraid that like, there's so many other people out there doing that. And then the first place, let's say that's the the block, right? Mm -hmm. The first place that I, I bring their attention to in a coaching session is like, is that thought supporting the result that you want? Mm. Like I'm hearing a lot of noise and a lot of static, like a TV that's turned to the wrong station, but does that thought contribute to the outcome you want? Mm. We want this to be a multi-five-figure launch. We want this to be your first 5K month. We want this to be your first five-figure month, like whatever the goal is. Mm -hmm. But does that thought really support that? And the answer, of course, is always no. No, but like I'm just scared. So then it's like, okay, so let's go back there. What do you really, and then, well, I'm just worried about this. And so we really get in there and identify, is this uh, like, there's actually something that you feel underprepared in. And then the question I always ask is like, well, where do you need support to improve that? Do you need to talk to your graphic designer and feel like you, your stuff is more together? Or mm-hmm. do you need to like, we just like practically identify what's feeling lacking, but really 85% of that work is the belief in I can go do it. And what I always say to my clients, and this is why mindset is so critical to business success, success in everything, but business success is because if you are focused, if you believe that you're going to have a failed launch or no one's going to listen to your podcast or, you know, just everything is going to be ruined Mm -hmm. or no one's going to read your stuff, then you are literally fixating, giving energy and attention. And we know through like scientific quantum physics, like studies, we know that what you focus on expands. Mm-hmm. You are literally using the power, call it manifestation, call it prayer, call, call it like conscious, 
you know, intention, right. whatever, like you are literally calling forward the result that you don't want. Mm. So if, and the way that we do that, it's a sneaky mechanism of our subconscious to protect us. Like if I'm fixated and focused on, well, if no one reads this, then if that happens, right. my ego has like, well, see, I told you so. Right. So the first thing we need to do is unhook from that and get really excited and bring in higher energy. Um, I love Joe Dispenza. I don't know if you know who mm -hmm. he is. Yeah. He talks about like higher uh, what does he call them? Like higher frequency emotions, mm -hmm. like happiness, gratitude, those kinds of thoughts. Ex excitement is one of those. And so like excitement. And so I redirect their attention to let's just get away from that noise. Why did you start this thing in the first place? Why right. are you launching this podcast? Why are you launching this program? Well, because I really want to serve. When okay, that that's where your focus needs to mm -hmm. be, because then when you go to do the live streams promoting it or record the solo episode, you're going to be in that energy that is mm -hmm. so much more attractive, that's so much more compelling and that's so much more uh, resonant with the frequency of success. I love that. that. And that's so that's so well said, right? Because it's like you can say whatever good, bad energy, but I love what you said because at the end of the day, like thing is just energy. There's no real yep. true good, bad energy. Yep. It's like what you said. It's like what you're choosing to put out there and right. like what then attaches and then what comes forward. Right. And it's like if you're not realizing that you're putting all that heaviness into it and like that negativity – then like, like you said, that's going to be that result of that. Yes, absolutely. And I always say this to my clients, like it takes the same amount of energy to doubt yourself and avoid taking action because what if it doesn't work? What if you're judged? What if it flops? Blah, blah, blah. As it takes to actually do it. Mm -hmm. And when you actually do it, you create a positive, I call it an upward spiral as opposed to a downward spiral of like doubt, self-doubt, blah, blah, blah. Um, it takes the same amount of energy. Mm -hmm. And so why not use it to direct it to the creating the result you want? I love that. That's, and that's so true. It's like if you if that's what you want, like then that's what you should go for. Yes. You know? So, I mean, that's amazing. Well, obviously I could sit here and talk with you all day because like, I'm literally like on a high. Like, my frequency is like I at a whole other level. I love it. I'm like obsessed. I, I mean, I, thank you so much for being here. Before I let you go, I would just love like – Maybe just like three little gems. Usually I ask, like, it's funny. I usually ask this question to like, like, like mothers. Yes. Like I'm like, Hey, like what's, what's the most rewarding in your life? And what's your biggest pet peeve? I guess I could still ask you that yeah. question as not a mom. Like, like it's usually it's like, what's your pet peeve with the child? You oh, know, totally. but it's like, but it's like, I guess what's maybe your pet peeve, like in maybe like work and life right now. And like, what's the most rewarding for you? And then whatever, like last gems you want to leave us with. Perfect. Um, the most rewarding thing in my life right now. Oh, I'll, and I'll start with the pet peeve. So I end okay. positive. Sure. Um, my biggest, <laughs> I'm like, is it weird that the first thought is when my husband leaves the toilet seat up? No, like, that's like, like such real... a real life thing. Oh it's, my gosh, I feel you. And then, and then doesn't flush. I'm right. Like, no, he flushes. Oh, my husband <laughs> takes it to the next level. It's oh. like, toilet seat up, and I don't flush. And I'm like, honey, he's like, I'm going to be back in there in like an hour, and then I'll flush. And I'm like, what's the point? Just it's flush now. so funny. Well, my husband yeah. is so tidy. He's <laughs> much tidier than I am, but like sometimes he just forgets, and I'm like, babe. Anyway, okay, that's like, and just acknowledging, like if that's the most annoying thing in my life, I'm a very blessed human being. Sure. Um, but, okay, but the most rewarding thing about my work and, you know, and my life is seeing the ripples of impact. Like I literally cry. I woke up yesterday and saw, you know, some of my clients posting about just the massive transformations that they've had and shouting me out. I had no idea that they were going to do that. Um, how their businesses have just exploded in the last few months because they decided to get support in their corner. And to me, it's not only seeing their transformation, but also looking at the programs and the work that they're bringing into the world as a result of investing in themselves, empowering themselves and bringing their gifts out. And like, 
it just, it makes me realize, and it's so deeply connected to why I do this, that when we all bring out what's in us, we change the world. Like, I don't mean that in a Gandhi bumper sticker quote way. I mean that in a real (laughs) sense. Like, we change lives. We change the course of history. Mm -hmm. We give permission to others to do the same. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's that's, that's it. And my real gems are, ladies, if you are sitting on a dream, on a desire, on a vision, and have been just thinking, I don't have what it takes, or I wouldn't even know where to start, just know this. The support is out there for you. It is safe and okay to ask for it. And whatever you want, you can achieve. Yes, I love that. That is so well said and so true. And of course, I know everyone's going to want to go stalk you and like (laughs) find you, hire you. So tell us where we can find you. Absolutely. So you can find me at katescudder.com. That's C-A-I-T-S-C-U-D-D-E-R.com. I'm also at katescudder. I love Instagram. Um, I have a free Facebook group called The Radiant Entrepreneur. I'm in it. It's amazing. Yes. So you can join that. I give a lot of free trainings and stuff there. And um, yeah, my website's got a lot of the details. I'm opening doors for my Rise Mastermind, which is my year-long mastermind for any women who are looking for support on an ongoing way in their businesses and in their lives over the course of a year. It's so amazing. Oh, that's so amazing. And that's your like your big new project you're working on, right? Yes, the Rise yes. Mastermind. The Rise so definitely Mas- look that up, guys, because yes. that's amazing. And then your TEDx you just did a few weeks ago. That'll be coming out soon, too, right? Yes, yes. So I'll share the um, YouTube link with yes. you last live. But anybody, if you've ever felt fear holding you back, oh, ladies, this one is for you. Yay, I love it. Well, thank you so much, Kate. You have been like so inspiring and so amazing. Until next time, cheers. Bye. Hey guys, we're Sarah and Matthew Bivens, hosts of the Doing It at Home podcast, a show dedicated to empowering stories and resources around home birth. Our mission is to normalize home birth and encourage mamas and families to be educated, supported, and empowered by their birth choices, whatever they are. You can find the podcast in Apple, Google, Stitcher, the Pod Network, and on our website, diahpodcast.com.